Hello, I am extremely excited to be joined on the latest edition of Lunchtime Learnings with a serial award winner, no, the number one agent in the United Kingdom, according to um, the Property Academy and EA Masters, Michelle Gallagher from JDG Estate Agents in Lancaster in Morecambe, who has just wiped the board with a phenomenal achievement of winning the number one in the whole of the UK. So congratulations, that is absolutely amazing. Um, so I know you got a second prize as well, which was COVID, which wasn't good. So I hope you're fully recovered from that. <laughs> you look you look amazing, you look really, really well. So it's been two weeks now since, three weeks since. Um, so have you come down? Well, it was a very strange one because Josh and I went from pretty much elation to sort of like misery, you know, in the space of about 48 hours. Um, but as people pointed out to us, we have the award for a year, so don't worry about these two weeks. You know, you can get your planning done and enjoy it as the year goes on. Great. Well, look, congratulations to John, Josh and the whole team there. I think it's an absolutely phenomenal achievement. I've had the privilege of watching you grow over the last um, five, six years um, and to watch your journey um, and to see how you've grown and to see your success um, is just absolutely phenomenal. And I think for anybody listening or watching this, um, there's a massive learning curve from Michelle. Um, and we were just talking off air because Michelle was kind enough to share her early videos with me um, and where she is today. And um, the difference is huge. And if anybody watching this or listening this was, wants to see the difference, please get in contact with me, send me a direct message. And Michelle's been kind enough to say that I can send them out. And as Michelle kindly said, every winner was once a beginner. So um, we all had to start somewhere. But one of the things I want to discuss with you today is... Um, how you implement an action stuff because you have been a superb implementer a superb action taker and also you've surrounded yourself with people to help you to get to where you want to be so you know i know you've used um paul long i know you used other people as well um chris watkin um that have, that have helped you myself i'm just too modest to mention me <laughs> um and and other people so can we start with implementation and action because you know that's one of the things that i see that agents find really really challenging so you know firstly did you have a plan that you decided one day we wake up and we're going to be number one in the uk and that you decided to action it and i'll shut up now and let you speak okay the answer I suppose is yes so first of all everybody's got to realize that you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with and that's not just the likes of yourself and Paul Long but also your team and one of the things that John and I are very very lucky to have is a great team now I'm not saying the perfect you know they all need training and they all need help and things and assistance in times but we've all got the same belief so if you look at Josh that came to London with me I have very little to do with the lettings department you know that is my husband, John, and Josh. Um, I just help out where needed with the occasional valuation, but to be honest with you, even John does most of those now. Um, Cassie in the office has been with me 15 years. 
Cassie is somebody who will know for phone say, can you do this? I know it's done. I don't have to double check. I don't have to worry about anything. Um, she's very much office based, but she is a bigger support than I could even describe. So, for instance, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post the day where we crowned her a Viking princess. So in the office, we've always had little silly things that we do every so often. And princess status is one of ours. But we now have a Viking crown. And very quietly, Cassie, um, John was on other appointments. So she said, I'll look after this, the cell negotiations. Towards the end of the day, she said, just to let you know, I've got all those five agreed. Amazing. But she just said it in the normal Cassie, normal, quiet way. So before we do anything, I want to give them recognition because I'm very much, look at me, as Jan will um, always say, I like my five minutes of fame, but I do have a very good team who quietly in the background, you know, actually do their thing, which helps the likes of me and Josh, who our sort of, you know, look at me people, um, do what we do. I think I think that's lovely. Um, and I agree, you know, I think all your colleagues deserve a recognition um, for what they've done and what they've achieved. Um, and it is building that culture and that team um, where everybody wants to come to work. They all enjoy it and they all um, come together to make to to give the best outcomes, um, which is fantastic. So coming back to action and implementation then and and learning from people you know and let's talk about andrea um morgan as well or andrea yes. bowler um with her blogs as well you know because what i loved is one of the things that you that you did was you wrote you write you still write incredible blogs but you now made them into vlogs um as well and you had so guys. much and you had so much value to all your sellers and all your landlords with all those videos as well i think it's exceptional so thank you well, I mean, my sort of, I suppose, blogging journey began when I used to write articles in the local newspaper to go along with the normal property adverts. And that was very much um, John's inspiration in the fact that John said our adverts are really boring. And we were trying to find ways to retain people to actually just look at the page longer. So um, John had the idea of what he wanted. Again, I was the implementer, off I went, wrote a blog. One side would be Andrew's sort of type, you know, with the selling tips. The other side would be very much a market update report. Um, having met Andrew on Twitter, Andrea said, why don't you start blogging? I said, what is a blog? And Andrea basically told me to put my articles onto the website and just reformat them slightly. Um, as the years have gone by, the blog has turned to be recycled into a vlog, um, and then to be recycled again into an e-guide. So that way then I've got various ways of putting the content out to people, um, depending as to the type of person that I'm looking towards. Um, Josh was the first implementer of video in the office. I kind of tried to swerve that one. Um, but after six months of Josh starting, that was like buy to let deals and things, I then started on the sales side um, with a bit of coaxing from both Josh and John. Okay. And then of course, so, once you start. Uh, you can't, you can't stop. 
So you've ended up as a result of all the videos um, with helping uh, a very big Facebook group in Lancaster. Yes. So basically I was invited there just, well, just over 12 months ago to um, be an admin in that Facebook group, do some videos, um, marketing reports to help support other business. Um, we say that was 12 months ago and we had just over 300 members. Um, we're now over 10,300. Wow. So can you share some tips then of how you managed to increase that from 300 to 10,000? The, the first um, bit was actually building the group with posts that added value, um, letting people know what the city centre actually had to offer. And again, I'm only part of that group. There's actually four of us. Um, I think it would be impossible for any agent to do it on their own. I know I'd looked at it previously, and as I say, by chance, somebody else had a similar vision, but asked me to come on board with them. Um, that, as I say, we all offer different elements of things. So one person in the group, for instance, shares other business posts um, into that group, but it's very focused on supporting local business with a high street presence. Um, so we don't do things like homeworkers, um, the candle shop, the, you know, the Avon supply, other people that supply all these wee fit drinks and things. It really is about the city centre. Um, and su surrounding villages, if they've got a high street presence. So I do some video content in there talking to local businesses. Um, we will have things in the week, so like tag your favourite restaurant or do you prefer pizza or burger? just things to engage or what's your favorite type of coffee and if there's any sort of like you know national days where it's celebrate a burger um celebrate a cappuccino again we'll say like tag your favorite coffee shop and it's just really very simple things but just to keep on pushing the city center and other businesses appreciate it because they say they've been busier as a, an effect and they were feeling very much lost when we came out of COVID and they saw it as a platform where other businesses were talking to each other. And of course, then they've all invited their Facebook people from their pages to join that group. Yeah. And every so often we just simply ask people to invite one person each. Okay. Fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant tips there. So let's come back to the action and implementation. So going from somebody who really didn't like to do video, who now can't be stopped. Um, for people that are watching this and, you know, feel very uncomfortable, because I have these conversations the whole time. I don't want to do videos. I don't want to do videos. How did you overcome that and make it work for you? Um, probably the first thing was that I did see Josh was getting engagement from it. Um... I was pushed by Chris in the fact he needs to be an early adopter, so that way then you're leading the way. The fear for me um, was twofold. One was appearance, because I was the spotty kid. Um, and I know I'm long over that, but you've still got it in your head of how you look in a camera. And the second thing was, is that I do know I sometimes talk too fast and stutter. But you've just got to practice a little bit, and then you've got to hit publish. And I thought, well, the more I do, the easier it gets. And when I started doing the market update videos, which are the ones that I actually really don't like doing because 
on selling tips, I don't need a script. I can just come out with it. On a market update, um, I've got a board, I've got facts, I've got figures I'm dealing with. That actually gets so much attention, so many clicks. I have a written version so I can see if they're watching the video version or they're clicking the link. And I do know that actually generates business. Okay, so a couple of things there. One, you're tracking and measuring it to see where they're yes. coming from, um, which is great. So there's definitely a lesson there. And secondly, for people watching this with market updates, what's the best way for them to prepare and where would they get the information to do this? And how frequently um, should it be done weekly, monthly? I do my monthly, but sometimes in between I'll use Canva just to create little tips or little posts on a market update, a mini one. Um, but my big one's monthly. I get the data from Rightmove Plus, it's freely available. And I make it clear we're talking about the current market. So it's not what's completed, it's actually what's happening right now with the number of new listings, the number of sales, the number of reductions, um, daily property views on right move. And I always compare back to 2019 and 2020, because obviously last year was a bit strange. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant, thank you. So also your big differentiator has been virtual appraisals. Yes. Um, which has worked exceptionally well. And in fact, you've got one of the highest conversion rates that I know in the country by a long, long way. So um, what made you decide to, well, we know COVID made you decide yes. to, to, go, to go down that way, but what's made you decide to carry it on um when the majority of agents are doing face-to-face -face. and i know you're still doing some face-to-face -face. okay so the, the the total honest answer is, is probably john um you know when we were allowed to go back out i think i possibly may have done had john not once said let's just be careful here before we go rushing out because obviously covid at this point the shops weren't open and it was just the estate agents being released. So there was that genuine concern of people's health. And then also when we actually analyzed the figures, I was actually getting a better conversion rate via video than face-to-face -face anyway. So we thought we would continue it, um, see what kickback we actually got from people. And given the fact that so many people are still working from home, now used to Zoom calls, me and you chatting like this, um, it's worked. There's additional benefits. I don't get stuck in traffic. Um, I don't get wet when I've got to park my car down the street and walk and look like a drowned rat when I get there. And certainly during the time I was obviously isolating with COVID, I could continue to work as normal. Perfect. So how has your process changed then? from going on a, I suppose, face-to-face -to, -face to, to virtual? I'm going to say it hasn't that much. So I still do the normal pre-call, um, the pre-email send, so we, um, through Akaboom. Um, and then on the actual call itself, it's a matter of you chat to them just as if you'd knocked on the door, introduce yourself, sit down in the front lounge, have a little chat, 
about their moving plans of which I know a little bit about through the question techniques of my colleagues. And then I asked them to show me around, except this time I'm down a video. Um, and we walk around and we chat just like we normally would do. And then we sit back down and we talk about their house, my thoughts, their thoughts, and then the best way to market it. And along the way, I share my screen with them. Um, so I've got things like the title deeds and things. I've got the Google Street View um, and information of all the research that I've done prior to the call. And that's all prepared already for when you share the screen. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it moves smoothly. Yes, everything's yeah. prepared the day before, at least. Yeah. And um, so if I was a seller, to be honest, I'm already impressed by what you've said. Title deeds, okay, street view. So you can, you're demonstrating to me that you've done your preparation. You're talking about, you know, you know about the title, you know about the street. Um, you're giving them the recent sales as well. Um, and you're building that rapport. How do you find, you know, going from the virtual appraisal to face-to-face? Is it easy to build that rapport virtually? I'm going to say easier. Um, I've discussed this with John as to how things are. And what I find is on a video call, their attention is very much laser focused at the screen. Um, where in a house, you start chatting to them, the doorbell goes or the dog does something or the kid wants something. So they've got to nip out to go and get the kid a pack of crisps or whatever. If they're doing that with you in a video call, one, you tend to find they don't, but on the occasion they do, they take you with you to the door to meet the postman, sign the delivery and bring you back and say, sorry about that. Um, so I would say they're actually, they're actually more focused. Okay. And you find you're, um, you're building a better relationship as well as a result of that? Yes, in a very, very strange way. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to describe because I couldn't imagine it myself when I first started out, but you just sit and chat like we are doing now, but I very much have a process that I do follow with how I show them the research and I let them know I'll send it across them after the call. Um, but the pre-call's done, then there's the middle bit of the presentation and then there's the post-valuation. And this has just come to me, and I don't know whether it's something that you do, but this is obviously being recorded now. Would you actually record the um, virtual appraisal to then send to them so they can listen back to it? And if there's anything there that actually at the time, you know, didn't didn't ring with them or they weren't sure about, they can go back and listen? I've never actually thought about that. I don't know how you could do that on WhatsApp, to be honest. Um, worth investigating. I mean, I do send them in there afterwards a video summary. Yeah. So that goes as part of my post follow up process. And again, with that, I mean, every single valuation, I'm talking to a video straight afterwards. Okay. So, how soon after the um, virtual appraisal would they get that video? <sighs> Ideally, um, if I'm not on back-to-back -back appointments, 
when the phone's gone down within 15 minutes. Um, and that depends if I've taken my full hour slot or if it's been a two bed terrace, it might be 40 minutes. Um, if I'm on back to back appointments, I will tell them it'll come through later on this afternoon or early this evening, but always same day. That's okay. non-negotiable. You talked about track and measure. So yes. again, you can see when people are opening it, you can get a good time as to, you know, look, they've looked on the marketing page five times. Um, they've looked on the pricing strategy five times or whatever it is. It's a good time to then give them a call and you yes. to, and to chat with them. Yes. And then so in between... Go on, sorry, Michelle. No, I was going to say in between, um, before the call today, I'm then sending past people that have done nothing again, a follow-up. Um, but then I use a different form of market update, which is data lot prepared that actually shows um, how the property price have changed in their area, just so they've got something to read in addition to my email that will hold their interest. Okay. So you're very process driven. That's the lesson I'm learning. Okay. You've got, you've got a process. So you talked about the pre-call. Yes. The Acabu. How you actually go round, you know, so sit down with them, then you go round with them, then you sit down with them and have a chat. You're going through your screen, you're going through everything you presented, and you've come up with a follow-up process as well. Okay, so I think there's a massive lesson there for everybody. It doesn't have to be virtual appraisals, but also on the actual appraisal, you know, how good are your processes? You know, have you got your processes in place? Or are you just turning up thinking, oh, I'm just going to wing it? Because um, sadly, there are a few agents that still that still do it. Okay, so brilliant. So thanks for sharing all of that. You're welcome. So from, from your point of view, why do you think you're the number one agent in the UK? Oh, that's a, that's a difficult one. I mean, when we when I started in Birmingham with you and Matt Wood was in our group and he was number one agent that year, um, lettings came in, got a bronze in the top 20% and sell didn't get anything. And the aim each year using your term of marginal gains was to let's get sales into a level. Um, and what's followed on each year is that we got marginally better. So the following year sales and lettings were both ranked. Um, last year, sales got gold, lettings got silver. The year before, lettings got gold, sales got silver. So it was kind of, well, we've both had a gold, we've both had a silver, and can we try and get both teams to actually get a gold? And all we've done is, I mean, if you ask John, John will say, an award isn't important to him. The only people he wants him is doing well would be his parents who are sadly no longer here or now his accountant, you know. So it's like, okay, ha, ha, ha. But me and Josh, we want our little trophy and our little certificates and things because we're, we're different. That's, you know, um, motivates us. So what John did for more of a training exercise really was the mystery shop, what questions are actually asked to use that as a basis of making sure that our team are actually answering the emails correctly or the telephone calls correctly. Um, when you get the right move report through that actually gives you a little red, orange, green as to where you fall. You know, have we had more than five photos? Have we had the floor plans? Have we done this? 
and we knew when that came through early in the year because we asked to see a copy we knew we'd done very very well there in both departments um you know this year they added marketing into things which was a surprise because none of us knew marketing in terms of website and social media would be included but equally going back to when we came to see Troy Malcolm in Birmingham when it was a matter of I picked Google as to how I wanted the company to look like and I know a lot of people picked Mercedes because they wanted the posh houses the website then became very much with a mind focus of how can we be more Google and Josh came up with a plan. It was an annual plan. He sent it to me. I was in Miami on holiday to have a look at. He came up with an annual plan of what we were going to do to be more Google. And that was the area focuses, the area guides, videos in the area. Um, and that's what we did. We we went to a, like local schools, live in LA 14. You've got four fantastic schools with the ratings. And we stood outside different schools at our microphone saying, this is. And they just all became mini pieces of content that became filed under LA14. And we did the same for all our postcodes. Um, but as I say, we had that year plan that Josh drew up, sent it to me on holiday to say, what do you think? And I just thought, that's a major job ticked off. Thank you very much. <laughs> But then he said to me, now I've got the plan, how do we implement it? And that was then when I got back involved with, okay, well, let's schedule this and let's book that in and let's do that there. And luckily that obviously helped towards where we are now. Brilliant. Well, look, I know you're really busy and I know you're giving up your time because um, I know you've got a few more market appraisals lined up today. So I'm going to say thank you. I'm really grateful for your time. I know in this um, 25 minutes or so, you have <laughs> shared loads of amazing insights and tips as to why you're for fully deserved number one agency in the UK, not just you, John, Josh, Cassie, and every single person that's working at JDG. So really grateful for your time. Thank you for sharing some of your secrets. Um, but here's the important part. Michelle has gone out and taken action and implemented it. Um, and there's a massive, massive lesson there. Michelle's also surrounded herself with other people in the industry who can help her get to where her and the team at JDG wanted to do. So, you know, I think fair play to you because you've actually taken action, you've implemented it. And you've seen such incredible results, you know, and more Thank importantly, you. serve all your customers um, with what you're doing and the value you add um, to your customers and also to Lancaster um, and to people in the industry by helping them with all your tips here. I think it's exceptionally, um, is exceptional. And I, for one, am incredibly grateful. So thank you and thank everybody for watching and well done. Oh, thank you very much. And thank you to everybody else that's also helped me along the journey. You know, I, rem I remember you once saying in Birmingham, for every idea somebody want gives you, you should always give two back in return. And I've always stuck to that. So when somebody messages for help, one day I'll want help from somebody still.
brilliant okay. well on that note thank you so much thanks for your time we got there in the end after all the technical <laughs> difficulties at the start and i even managed to resolve it which is more of a miracle so thanks a lot have a great weekend afternoon evening whenever you're watching this thanks very much bye michelle thanks bye bye